Yo, 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 we is back. Episode uh, Uno Dos Tres Cuatro. Episode four of the Not the Same. What's that? Oh, four. Four, four. No, not the four, four. Please don't shoot. We ain't got there yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We ain't got there yet, but I want to get the four, four. Yeah, we're going to get there. We ain't stopping, man. We're going to be consistent. In this word, the word, word, word. Good evening to everybody. If you in here, man, let us know you in here, man. And if you watching from Rob Page or somebody else page, my page, man, come on over to the Not the Same podcast page so we can see your comments, see, see, see what you want to say, and let's get in this word of God that we need in our lives. Yes, sir. I mean, I mean, because uh, we both have some management challenges. But the biggest thing is, is that we going to stay focused on this word. Good evening, Miss Winder. How you doing, ma'am? Yes, good evening, D. What's going on? How you doing? Good evening, Miss House. Thank you for coming. Thank you, everybody, for sliding through and coming tonight, man. As we dig in the word, continuing. <clears throat> Let me calm down. I'm happy, man. Continuing. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to do the bear white, the lair white. Continuing. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Continuing with our subject that is who is or who was Jesus. You know what I mean? And we're going to dig into some deeper parts of some of the miracles that happened when Jesus walked the earth. But before we get started, man, we're going to do a recap. But we're going to do something. We normally do this before the show starts. But, I, you know, just in case y'all want to join in, man, we're going to pray to get this thing started because if you reading the word by yourself most times, Rob, I'm sure you'll get you'll hit off with a little prayer. Me and my wife, we dig into the words. We're going to hit off with a little prayer. So I'm going to pray right quick, then we're going to get into the word. You ready, Rob? Oh, yeah. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for this night. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this word, Father God. Father, we thank you for your Holy Spirit, Father God. I ask you, Lord, right now that you fill the room where Rob is. Fill the room with me, where I'm at. Fill the houses of all the people that's watching, Father God. Come and inhabit our praise and inhabit us as we read your word, Father. Holy Spirit, lead us where to go. Lord, we already got plans and we got things that we want to do, Lord, but we will turn it all around for you. Holy Spirit, have your way in this meeting tonight as we uh, learn of your word. Speak to us through your word. Through, let your word be alive and be sharpened in any two-edged sword. And, Lord, we thank you, Father God, for everybody that's on here tonight that's with us. Bless them. Bless their household. Bless everything. Bless their hands. Bless their finances. Lord, bless their eyes. If they got glasses, give them some new eyes in the name of Jesus. Father, we just <laughs> thank you, Lord, for a good show, Father God, for you. For you, yes, in Lord. the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yeah, man. Go ahead, Doc. <laughs> I was calling my own self, Doc, actually. <laughs> hey, so since you yeah. acting goofy and talking about my glasses and my eyes, brother, <laughs> you know, in love, you know, we always got to do it in love. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit is with you because you we'll almost make it said, well, Robert is and where I is. you, But you, but yeah, the Holy right. Spirit tamed your tongue, brother. I want to do something. <laughs> MC Fun is leave when the Holy Spirit. <laughs> That's how you know he real. Won't he will? All right, right, will. Let's get, All right let's so it. the scripture uh, we're going to be going to is Matthew 8 tonight, but we need to do a little recap. Rob, let them refresh the people where we've been and where we going, brother. This brother do me like this every shot. Every so. time. It's in your belly. Let it out. It's in my belly, but it's also in my notes. That's right. <laughs> so, so we said... We started in the garden. Um, we started in the garden with Adam and Eve, and we kind of yeah. started with um the first Adam, which is Adam, and we talking about who Jesus was and who Jesus is. And um, as we've gone through, we talked about you know um we got into Cain and Abel, we got into Isaiah, we got into um um Abraham and Isaac with the sacrifice. We got into type of shadow. Type and shadow is whenever you hear something. When we talked about shadow. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, yeah. and uh, there was a fourth in there, the Spirit of the Lord, which was Jesus in the um, which was basically Jesus in the um, type and shadow of Jesus in the Old Testament. Whenever you see Spirit of the Lord, yeah. so 
um, last week we talked about the birth of Jesus and then we went right into the temptation of yeah. Jesus Christ. So as we come out of the temptation, the um, 40 days in the wilderness, and we went over some things. Now we're going into the beginning of Jesus uh, ministry, which C brought up last. Well, you know, last Bible study, um, the miracles of Jesus, because we yeah. can't talk about Jesus. On when, when that was one of the biggest things that he did while he walked this earth. Right. As he set things in place, um, was performed a lot of miracles. So yes. Yes. Um, we start tonight in Matthew eight. And we'll go through Matthew 8 through um, 34. I'm sorry, wrong, wrong notes. Uh oh. Um, yeah, I'm right. Matthew 8 <laughs> through 34, 1 through yeah. 34. And it's broken down. So you'll see, you'll see healing, you'll see faith, you'll yeah. see um, service, you'll yeah. see um, um, discipleship. Mm -hmm. And you'll also see how even evil spirits, demons, which I'm not talking about from Hollywood, green stuff popping out the mouth, how they respect the authority of Christ and how everything is in place. So right. let's get it started, see. All right, let's get let's get into the word. We're going to go to the scripture and show showing my, there we go. Oh, so brother, I thought you had a timeline. I was like, you got <laughs> deeper costume on me. That <laughs> 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 lineage of. <laughs> the lineage. Nah, man. So, uh. <laughs> I'm going to start, man. You stop whenever you want me to, Rob, and we can go into it like that. Yeah, we can just do 1 through 4 and then elaborate. Then we'll oh. do 5 through 13 and elaborate. We can do it like that. And okay. That, yeah. Let's get it. Jesus, uh, Matthew 8. We're in the book of Matthew. If you got your Bibles, go to the book of Matthew. When you turn there, when you get there, say amen. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Slap somebody <laughs> and say <laughs> <laughs> Slap your dog or your cat or your neighbor, or your husband, or your wife, and say, I'm there. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, Matthew 8. Jesus cleanses a man with leprosy. And what leprosy is like legions and sores. I think uh, in common terms, it'd be like, uh, I forgot what they call what leprosy is like now. Like ringworms, bad all over your body, something like that. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. leprosy, it'd be so bad. In those days, uh, when someone had leprosy, they got kicked out of the camp. Cause a lot of people wouldn't like built up houses like that for real. They kicked them totally out. You know what I mean? You couldn't even be around folks. Somebody with leprosy be like, get on out. What are you, what up, uh, Will Smith? How you doing, bro? Will yeah. Smith, so they kicked the people man? with leprosy out, you know, ringworm. You ain't going to be uh, spreading that nasty stuff with you. So if right. they had COVID back in the day, you get out. Quarantine. Oh, you was done with. You <laughs> done, done. And hey, you, you was done, done. Done, done. <laughs> All right. So when Jesus came down from the mountain, large crowds followed him. A man with leprosy came to him and bowed before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing. Be cleansed. And immediately the leprosy was cleansed. And Jesus said to him, see that you tell no one, but go show yourself to the priest and present the offering that Moses commanded as a testimony to them. I think, uh, Rob, you had something to dig in on that. Yeah. Um. So a lot of people would. I, I've heard, I, even, I even had this question when I first got saved. Why would Jesus tell him not to go tell nobody? What was mm -hmm. the big secret? Right. So whenever you, back in, in those times, if you got healed of leprosy, yeah. um, you had, um, in, in, in the Leviticus law, um, I'm sorry. Levitical. Um, Levitical law. Um, you had to go and do a sacrifice. Yeah. Like you, when you got healed of leprosy, you had to go and do sacrifice. And we, we talked about this where you had to sacrifice a, a, um, a, a ram or or, or a bull or, or whatever like the that. case may be yeah. whatever whatever the sacrifice was required for for your camp you had to do that so here you see jesus establishing order god is a god of order it's never out of order right and um you see jesus keeping that order saying okay yeah you've been healed of leprosy now before you tell anybody you need to go to the priest so you can do the necessary sacrifice and then you can go ahead and do what you you um yeah. you need to do as far as telling your testimony Right. And if you parallel that to now and times, oftentimes God blesses us with something and he wants us to wait. He gives us ideas and yeah. we prematurely, as opposed to praying on it or, or mm -hmm. um, writing down the vision, we prematurely tell other folks and then we be out of order. And right. um, we, 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 we don't do it in order. So when God blesses you with something, it's not always for you to go straight to social media. Sometimes it is if he releases yep. you. But yep. in this case, before he could tell anybody, he had to be in order with the priests and what the laws were. Because mind you, the law was still going. Go ahead, see. And you know what's crazy about well, it's not crazy. It's what's what's good about that is is that even Jesus obeyed the laws of the land, right? Mm -hmm. So even though he was the son of God, literally the son of God, 
operating as a man at that time, he still flowed in within the laws of the land. That was one of the laws of the land. Like, okay, you get healed or you cleaned up. You got to go. The priest was almost like, almost like doctors at that time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you had to go yeah. show yourself like, okay, yeah, them legions are gone. You straight, straight. You come on back in the camp. You know what I mean? Right. So, right. All right, we're going to move on. And that also goes to when uh, when Rob was saying being of a man of order, Jesus was a man of order and all that. This next segment even goes deeper in that, and it illustrates by the centurion's faith about being a man of order, how God honored that. So uh, right. we're starting with five, the centurion's faith. And when Jesus entered Capernaum, a centurion came. To, and what a centurion is basically a soldier. I'm sorry if you don't know what that right. is. Centurion is basically a soldier or like a leader of the soldiers, yeah. you know what I mean? A, gener- a general or something. Yeah, like a general, like on that level. So a centurion yeah. came to him, begging him and saying, Lord, my servant is lying paralyzed at home, terribly tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and, come and heal him. But the centurion replied, Lord, I am not worthy for you to come under my w- roof. Just say the word and my servant will be healed. For I am also a man under authority with soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go. And he goes and to another one. And to another, come, and he comes. And to my slave, do this, and he does it. Now, when Jesus heard this, he was amazed and said to those who were following, Truly I say to you, I have not found such great faith with anyone in Israel. And I say to you that many will come from the east and from the west and recline at the table with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. Or basically, basically, they'd be a part of the fellowship of the uh, children of Israel or whatever. They end up going to heaven. But the sons of the kingdom will be thrown out to out of out of out of darkness. Another thing that we see here, God, uh, God, Jesus is God, but Jesus is giving parables with this. He's going into like parable mode because he he yep. got his parable game up. But anyway, uh, but the son, <laughs> but the sons of the kingdom will be thrown into the outer darkness, and uh, in that place will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And Jesus said to the centurion, "Go, it shall be done for as you have believed." And the servant was healed at that very moment. I think that's a good spot to pause there. You got yeah. something for that, Rob? Um, again, you got Jesus here setting up things in place for the ultimate purpose, and that's breaking man's tradition. Um, yeah. When they talk about, you know, the sons of the kingdom, they're talking about the Jews and the people in that Abrahamic, the Abraham um, bloodline who just yeah. thought, hey, I'm a part of this bloodline. I'm straight. You yeah. know, I don't, I don't need, I don't need nothing. Yeah. And it was unthinkable. For a centurion who's a, a Gentile or a sinner, right? If you want, if you want to parallel it today, it's like, okay, I'm a believer. I'm born again. I've accepted Christ. Anybody who isn't is an unbeliever. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a Gentile is an unbeliever, and um, if you're in the covenant, then you're a believer. So, um, the fact that this unsaved man had that much faith in Christ, you know, and said, "Hey, just say the word, and it shall yeah. be done." Yeah. And it took Jewish people back because to think that a Gentile, you know, would inherit the kingdom, like, who is this guy? So right. we he's setting it up. He's he came to break he came to break man's tradition. Yeah. But he did he's not breaking God's order. So pay attention to that. It's the difference between breaking tradition and breaking God's order. If you're breaking Thanks. God's order, then you're out of order. If you're breaking right. man's tradition because God told you to, yep. then you're still in his will. Go ahead, yep. see. Also, man, another key point is that we've said before in uh, previous Bible studies that the only person's life that was supposed to be an example for us, that said, that it literally says in the Bible is an example for us, is Jesus' life. Think about what Jesus said and what Jesus was so impressed by by this man. He said, you're not even worthy. Uh, let me go back up. Where he said, uh, Lord, I'm not, I'm not worthy, worthy for you to even yeah. come on my roof, but just yeah. say the word and my servant will be healed. He had so much faith, so much faith in the words and the power of what Jesus was saying. Now, you know, denominationally, a lot of people, some people dig with uh, words of faith, words of affirmation, speaking the word and the word having power. You, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people have great faith and understanding for Jesus saying something. Everybody ain't got a lot of faith and understanding you saying something and things happen, right? Look, as a man of God, as a woman of God, as a child of God, even children, young children, God's yeah. word works, period. Mm-hmm. It's even more powerful for believers, but the fact his word works, his principles work. That's what that centurion recognized. 
the principles. He said, uh, I'm a man like you under authority. I understand, recognize authority. I understand this person say this, this person say that. And he recognized that through Jesus. And when he recognized that, that's why he's like, nah, you ain't got to come to the house. Your authority oh, you is so powerful. You yeah. just say the word and I'm going to be Gucci. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You just say the word. Don't even worry about uh, getting some dust on your sandals. I'm good. You know what I mean? Right. But what's so awesome about that, and uh, we'll see this in further, further on as we go into Bible study, just as Jesus did, we can do. Doesn't mean yep. we're our Jesus, but because he's in us and he has gone to be with the Father, we can believe and stand on his word like that. Don't mean we can be uh, going Booyah, show up this, show up that. No, I ain't saying that. What I'm saying is, is that we have authority in him because once you become in him, some of the the same authority that he has, that he's walking in, we can too. You know what I'm saying? Hey, um, real quick geek moment. Geek Uh moment on on that. Um, It's only twice in the Bible where Jesus was marveled, and that was one of them. Yep. Twice. So that Marvel is someone else's faith. Yeah. Yeah, so that in itself shows you how powerful that was. So, um, my bad, you know, I don't mean to cut you off, but then also, what, what also is so deep about that, the children of Israel is like part of God's covenant, right? They are God's right. chosen people, as we saw in the Old Testament. You know, God had all kind of grace and leaning, even in the time when in the Old Testament, God was opening up the earth, swallowing folks. It was a different. <laughs> it was a different level, but he had all kinds of patience for them hard-headed children of Israel. The children of Israel is Israel. That's what he's talking about. Right. So they're within the covenant. The centurion represented somebody that went in the covenant. And that's why he was amazed. Like, yo, this dude ain't even the covenant. And you people that's in the covenant don't recognize this. Or example, right. like if somebody is not like Rob was saying, somebody that's not even saved can recognize. Oh, it's just this simple plug in. But people that saved and supposed to know the word be missing all kind of stuff. It's the same type of example, man. So, man. God's hey, word. that covenant, the covenant that we keep talking about is the Abrahamic covenant that God yeah. made with Abraham for 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 Israel. So yeah. when you hear us say covenant, we're talking about the Abrahamic covenant from the Old Testament that right, God right. made with Israel. We're going to continue on. Like we said, we're talking about the miracles and healing, miracles and healings. It's both because it's healings and miracles. Healing is a miracle, but there's also other miracles that that happen. Uh, Peter's mother-in-law and many others heal. When Jesus came into Peter's home, he saw that his mother-in-law was lying sick in the bed with a fever. He touched her hand and the fever left her. She got up and waited on him. In the, uh, in the uh, other translations, basically, she got up and cooked him something to eat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Took care of You know, <laughs> right. put something in the pot. You know what I mean? In other translations, it said that, like in the King James, I believe. Anyway, now when evening, evening came, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were ill. This happened so that it was spoken through Isaiah the prophet will be fulfilled. He himself took our illnesses and carried away our diseases. We can stop right there. So what was awesome about that, that also points back to what we was talking about in the last one where uh, prophecies fulfilled over and over Mm -hmm. and over. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And uh, let me pull up this thing on my phone. Something I said at the end of it, you know, four things, the guy that gave me four things that Jesus did while he was on earth was, uh, Holy Ghost, let me find it in my notes. I got way too many notes. Yeah, four things, fulfill Old Testament prophecy, heal the sick and slash miracles, uh, talk the kingdom of God and spoke through parables and completed his mission to redeem mankind. So once yeah. again, this shows where uh, he's fulfilling Old Testament prophecy. Another thing that I thought that was cool that when Peter's uh, mother-in-law was healed, the first thing she did, she went to serving him. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, before she even shouted and danced or whatever, she said, let me get back to business serving. She recognized that, okay, this prophet is on another level. This ain't just a prophet. This is the prophet right. of all prophets. You know what I'm saying? This King Cooper. <laughs> I mean, right, right, this big, right. big homie. This big homie's big homie. This big homie right here. And you know what? I ain't finna dance. I ain't finna shout. I'm finna get up here and make this man the meal to make he make sure he's served and well taken care of. That was awesome mm-hmm. to me. You know, it's a little detail that just like really stood out to me. Like when she got healed, she just got up and served him. You know what I mean? Right. She didn't run, just go on right. about her way. Uh, skip the do die, skip the due day. Nah, she just served him. Went right back right. to serve him, man. That's just awesome thing. Also, another thing that stood out where uh, 
My bad, Robert. You got something, I'll let you go too. It said, when they even came, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the cast out the spirits with the word and healed all who were ill. That goes back mm-hmm. again to what the centurion that we read just before. The centurion's like, yo, you ain't got to lay no hands. Just go ahead and just say a word. Go ahead, Rob. No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm just saying, just say a word. I'm putting up one, yeah. like, just say a word. Not yeah. the one so, word that we're talking about, but <laughs> you, you did. I don't want people, if you watch the podcast, I don't want people. Not the one word. You know, not that one yeah, not word, different word. one word. It's but yeah. a one word. Yeah, so he's just saying, like like what the centurion said that we just read earlier. All you have to do is say the word, and my servant will be healed. Now it illustrates again, just a few uh, verses down, that he cast out spirits with just a word. Yo, word. so he probably just saying, go, get up out of here, dip, dip set, get out. You know what I'm saying? You ain't welcome here. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all yeah. saw, uh, this is funny, I just thought about this. You remember Bad Boys 1 or Bad Boys oh, yeah. 2 when they was in the house and he was like, uh, Satan is not, Who it's is Satan. This? Who is this? He said, oh, he said, this is the devil. He said, the devil is not welcome here. <laughs> right. <laughs> like Petty D had a song with that sample. But anyway, anyway, I digress. <laughs> no, nah, that's, that, that's on point, but. That Isaiah, we talked about this actually in yeah. one of our Bible studies, and we went through it. Isaiah 53, and if anybody want to go back later, it's 53, yeah. 1 through 12, where it talks about him taking on our sorrows, infirmities, and all that. That's what we were talking about. Not right. that he was going to be depressed, but right. he was going to take on these very things that he's doing now. So it's prophecy fulfilled, and it yeah. debunks the Old Testament, contradicts the New Testament, and it's mm-hmm. it's written by man no it, it goes so so smooth it's it, it's it's not even funny but as far as the mother goes yeah it's it's the perfect it's the perfect example of what our christian walk is about when jesus saves you it's not for you to go sit down it's right. for you to serve right however that may be you you know what i'm saying it, it's for you to serve it's for you to move it's for you to t- tell people the goodness of the lord and that's really all i have about that um you know prophecy fulfilled we talked about this in this series yeah and the scriptures is lining up with everything that we've been saying about who was and who is jesus yeah so uh also before this point uh we forgot to say this before we got to this point in the bible you know jesus had went and was tempted by the devil he came down from the mountain after that he came and he started uh talking to people i think he talked from a boat he started picking his disciples you know gathering them up mm-hmm. And then he gave the Beatitudes, which was, you know, it was a long list of do's and don'ts, so to speak. And then he came to this point. I didn't want y'all to be left out before that, you know what I'm saying? So, right, right. And then so now he has his disciples. And he said, this thing is called, um, this thing, <laughs> this section, <laughs> it's not a thing. This section of the scripture is called discipleship, discipleship tested. All right. Now, when Jesus saw a crowd around and he gave orders to depart, to the other side of the sea. Then a scribe came to him and said, said, uh, said to him, teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, foxes have holes and birds have, uh, and the birds have a sky. The birds of the sky have nests, but the son of man have nowhere to lay his head. And another other, and another other disciple said to him, Lord, allow me to first go bury my father. But Jesus said to him, uh, follow me and let the dead bury the dead. All right, man. So, we're going to stop right here. Listen, I know that sound gangster. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Say, look, drop all this, follow me, you know, that the dead bury the dead. Basically calling his daddy dead. You know what I mean? <laughs> Listen, he's just a different type gangster. I would say that. <laughs> big homie. Big homie, different type gangster. Nah, man, for real, uh, Jesus wanted, as the disciples, like, look, you forget you let you leave them all to follow him solely. That's basically what he's saying. You know, yes, you're supposed to care about your mama and your dad if they about to pass. Yeah. We we get that. Yeah. But what he was saying in essence was like, yo, we put all that aside and we serve him. Like if you're a minister of the gospel, you got a mother that's in the hospital, you know, hey, you need to be led. Like, okay, am I supposed to not give the word of God? I'm supposed to just go to the hospital. You need to ask the Lord. What do you want me to do? Sometimes the Lord be like, hey, go to the hospital, sit with mama. Other times God be like, I'm going to take care of mama. Go give the word that I'm giving you to give to the people. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes that word that you're giving is going to everywhere else. And also, mm, I'm a big person on faith, right? And the Bible is big on faith. We got to trust that God can take care of mama. God can take care of wifey because his word is so precious. He want us to deliver that thing. 
You know what I mean? He want us to move that word. And sometimes we be we're worried like, well, what about this? Who going to handle this? You know, if Rob, you know, if you got to go out of town or one of us got to go out of town and wife is alone, you know, the devil be in your ear. Well, who going to take care of wife? Who, who, what if something happened? You know, God can handle right. that. He can take right. care of that. But if he send us on assignment, we need to do the assignment. And in essence, that's what he's saying. You know, I know it sounded real. Right. Look, God, look, Jesus did not play play. It was no play play. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, he wasn't so gangster that kids didn't love him. Kids love Jesus. But trust me. But it came about his business for the father. It was no play play. This was no games. Know what I mean? Go ahead, yeah. Rob. <laughs> so, to, uh, so for people that's like, Jesus is heartless. Just to give y'all another um, Bible nerd fact. Yeah. So back nerd back facts in, from Robert. Yeah. Yeah, man. From Robert. From no, from um uh, <laughs> from Sanctified Stanley. Sanctified Stanley. <laughs> nerd facts. Sponsored um, by Manscaped. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> so um un, the man father wasn't dead yet. Yeah. Under Levitical law, because if he was, understand they were under law. So under Levitical law, had that man's father already been dead. He wouldn't even been allowed to be outside at the time. He would have had to tend to the family. Right. Basically, right. what he was saying, what Jesus was saying was, your time is now. Don't yeah. wait till your father die to say you're going to come and serve me. It, it, it's yeah. almost like when you hear people like, I'm young. I need to live my life before I serve the Lord. Uh-huh. And tomorrow's not promised. Yeah. So what Jesus was saying was, hey, don't wait for him to die. Let the dead bury the dead. Because yeah. had the man's father already been dead, he wouldn't have been outside in the first place under Levitical law. Yeah. So that's another little, um, you know, sanctified Stanley fun nerd Bible fact for you guys out there. <laughs> but in, uh, <laughs> in all seriousness, what yeah. Jesus is saying is stop making excuses right. on why you can't pick up your cross and follow him. Cause yeah. we make a lot of excuses. Oh, I'm not ready yet. I, I, I'll come when I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Or, and, and then it just never come. Cause right. the bottom line is life can take control and sin is fun. Definitely. Bottom line. And if Definitely. you're waiting Fact. until you're ready, you're never going to be ready because your flesh is always ready to sin. Yes. No matter what that sin may be, it's because it flows. It's natural. It's what your body wants. So yeah, yeah. Jesus is just saying, stop making excuses. Mm-hmm. Pick up your cross and follow me. Let's go see. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. So come back to another miracle. This is a different miracle. This is not a healing. Yeah. This is something else. So it's Jesus calms the storm, this section. Uh, Matthew 8, if you just pop it in, Matthew 8, we on Matthew Chapter 8, right now, verse 23. When he got into the boat, his disciples followed him, and behold, a violent storm developed on... This is funny. This is a funny one. Anyway, the violent storm developed on the sea so that the boat was being covered with waves, but Jesus himself was asleep. And they woke... (laughs) uh, My bad. uh, Covered with waves, Jesus himself was asleep. And they came to him and woke him, saying, Save us, Lord. We are perishing. I had to say it because that's how they was going. And uh, Jesus said to them, why are you afraid? You man of little faith. You one word. You know I'm sleeping. (laughs) Brother, do not wake me up when I'm trying to sleep. Anyway, then he got up. (laughs) Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the sea, and it became perfectly calm. The man were amazed and said, what kind of man is this that even the winds and the sea obey them? Listen, Rob, I know you got something. Before I even go to this. This is the biggest thing that points out to me. Jesus was angry with them, right? Because of them having little faith. Now, I know he was sleeping all that. Look, he got on their butt, right? And then yeah. it says what? 26. He said to them, why are you afraid? You man, in, in, in uh, King James, it says, oh, ye a little faith. I saw in another translation, you little face. <laughs> like you little faith boys. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so he got up, looked at them, and said, what you afraid for? What you scared for? Right? Then he got up and rebuked the winds in the sea. He rebuked them first before he dealt with the winds of the sea. You know why he rebuked them first? They been living with the Son of God. 
They've been literally living with the Son of God. They ain't seen him heal people. They ain't seen him walk on water. They ain't seen him do all kind of stuff. They ain't seen him. We ain't talk about this one when he got when got uh Peter and got James and uh John the brothers. He seen they ain't seen him miraculously fill up a boat with fish that they ain't caught no fish. They didn't seen all this happen, and they got scared of a little wind. They came to him and said, "Jesus, <laughs> hold on, I'm gonna go back." And uh, behold, a violent storm came and being covered with waves, he was asleep. They woke up and said, save us, Lord, we are perishing. He got up and got mad at them. Think about that, man. You are literally with the son of God, and you have seen him heal people. You have seen him heal leprosy. You have seen him fill up a boat with fish, a.k.a. in that time, that's basically dropped, dropped a million dollars in the boat. I ain't said a million yeah. dollars. He had dropped some stacks in the boat, basically, because yeah, that yeah, fish yeah. gave them plenty of money as well as something to eat. And then the all the that and a little wind and scared them. And he was mad. He was mad. Look, y'all ever heard that saying it's in the Bible, be angry but sin not? You think he wasn't angry? He was mad at them. He probably I have I have now, I have no proof of this. I believe Jesus is real aggravated with his disciples sometimes. He just probably he probably he probably literally shaking head emoji them. He probably looked at them and said <laughs> just like, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Rob. My bad. Bro. Hey, hey, I want to say this. So when me and C get ready for these Bible studies, yeah. we talk about the content that we're gonna discuss, of course, so that we're on one accord. Definitely. But these excerpts we don't talk about. No. And when we bring them to the forefront, it's live. So yeah. it's funny because sometimes I wonder if the disciples were slow, bro. Like, <laughs> they like, dropped, well, so they had short bus, so... they had they had the short uh the short, the short, the short horses. <laughs> hey, hey, let me get right. The short carriages, the short boats. But yeah, they, look, they, they had the circle wheels. They had the block joints. Anyway, go yeah. ahead. <laughs> but I guess the point I'm making is they yeah. saw all these miracles and every chance it get. But then, and and I wonder would I have been the same way? Right. But in reality, now in all seriousness, we do it now. Mm-hmm. God will provide for us. Mm-hmm. And as soon as mm-hmm. the next bill come, we sounded just like them disciples. Just Save like us, Lord. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I think one translation said, "You don't care that we're perishing." You know, they were. You right. don't care. <laughs> so, but it also goes to show show us as man, as yeah. woman, um, how much we need them because yes. Yes. we forget. Man, we are so forgetful about how great God is. They were on, they had just got done doing miracles. He had just spoke yes. one word to cast demons out. Right. And then they get on the boat to go on the other side. You know what I'm saying? So it's like now getting in the car yeah. and we, we driving <laughs> to the next spot and somebody like, we ain't got no gas. What, what, save us, what we going to do? Save us. <laughs> and he looking at you. So, you ain't seen me do this, 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 this. Right. <laughs> and, and you worried about some, you worried about the storm. So right. I can understand it. And it just goes to show, man, like, I know we do this all the time, but the disciples literally saw it. I know we like yeah, faith man. and we're reading it, but geez, <laughs> that's all I can say about it. But um, I'm sure we do it all the time, bro. In real life, Jesus just looked at them and said, yep. <laughs> same, same way you do us. Same oh, way yeah. you do us. Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, another good point about this is that what was Jesus' position in the midst of the storm? Let's get all deeper costumes. Storm going on, winds and waves and all that. He back there hey, asleep. Hey, Ain't Jesus, worried about hey, nothing. Jesus was not. You hear not me? Not that. I'm sleeping good. Probably snoring. You know what I mean? <laughs> sleeping good. Ain't worried about nothing. Think about that, though. If we translate that to our lives, when storms come, they finna mm-hmm. take my house. They finna take my car. And a lot of us, when things get like that, and it could be some stuff that we got ourselves into. God yeah. God will rescue us out of our own dumb mistakes. <clears throat> a lot of times. I've had it happen to me so many times. Son, I put myself in. None of he, he had nothing to do with it. And he come and rescue us. Rescue yeah. me, my wife. So many times, yeah. man. But look at Jesus' stature, what he was doing, his posture in the midst of a storm. That man was asleep. Yeah. Man was asleep. Yeah. Think about I mean, that. He had, he had peace. He yeah. wasn't worried about it. Because other scriptures in the Bible say we should glory in tri- in tri- through tribulations. Yeah. How can you glory through a tribulation? How can you have joy? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How can you be comfortable in a tribulation? Because if your faith is set on the God of this 
world, the God, the creator, if he is literally on your side, why is we word? Hey, see, just in case somebody looking at the pick, not the God of this world, which is the enemy, the God oh, yeah, who yeah. created this the world. God created so, this world. Yeah, the creator. So the I want I want to. I want to say that because I don't want anybody trying to say he said the God of this world. That's the devil. You see, they know. No, we know who it is. We know, we and you know who it is with which 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 a mess starting self. Anyway, <laughs> let's get back to the word. I'm trying to stay in the spirit. It's perfect time. Spirit. We go. He finna, he finna spirit. rebuke these demons. Let's rebuke the. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm anyway, Jesus, all of them. <laughs> Jesus sends demons in the pigs. In the pigs? Yes, in the pigs. And when he came to the other side of the country of the uh, Gadarenes, two demons possessed. Don't eat beef bacon, bro. That's why they don't eat it now. <laughs> I ate some the other day. It was good too. Plead the blood over five, it. Five. Five, five. Five, five. five, five. Anyway, carry on. All right, let's uh, get to it. And when he came to the other side of the country of the Gadarenes, two demon possessed men confronted him as they were coming out of the tombs, and they were so they were so extremely violent that no one would pass by that way. And they cried out saying, what business do you have with us? And they speaking, son of God. The demons knew who he was. Hmm. Anyway, what hmm. business do you have with us, son of God? Have you come to torment us before the time? Now, there was a herd of many pigs feeding at a distance from them. And the demons begged him saying, if you're going to cast us out, send us to that herd of pigs. And he said, go. Yep. He didn't say, be gone. He just said, go. Uh, reiterate. Before I one little pause here, once again, that reiterates, he's speaking a word. Centurion said, all you got to do is say the word. Once again, went to the next one. Said a word to Peter's mother, mother-in-law. Once again, go, speaking a word. And he said to them, go. And they came out and went to the pigs. And behold, the whole, the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the sea and drowned in the waters. And the herdsman ran away and went to the city and reported everything, including uh, what had happened to the demon-possessed man. And behold, the whole city came out to meet Jesus. And when they saw him, they pleaded with him to leave their region. He was so good, they got scared. <laughs> right. Right. To wrap it up, yeah. it was so good, they got scared. Like, what is this man? This man is casting demons out. This man is healing folks. This man is calm and see. Man, you just get on up out of here. We ain't ready for all this. Yeah. You, you do, you're doing too much. You're doing the most. Doing you know what much. I mean? As they say, doing the most. Man, look. Right. Uh, all of this, man, goes to the fact of how good Jesus is, right? Number one, with demons and all that, yes, it's real. I'm just going to give you, yes, it's real. It's not what you see on TV. And any child of God should never listen to me. If you are a Christian, you should never fear a demon. You should never fear an alien. You should never fear nothing demonic. Never. Trust me, they're scared of you. You at your weakest point. I'm just saying. For anybody that's watching that dibble and dabble and all that, you dibble and dabble in the coat, you go see a tarot card reader, don't go. And all that. If you fit, do not fear that because they fear you. And the reason they fear you, because that man that we've been reading about, Jesus, that <laughs> spoke words and yeah. all that, is living in you. That's yeah. why they fear you. Not because right. you so great, and you are great, child of God. It ain't because you so great. It's because who's in you. Yeah. And when we recognize that, we recognize that we have nothing to fear. One thing, I, I caught a, uh, as a man, as a young man, I caught a revelation of that. Because I used to have these nightmares. Everybody had uh, what they call it, sleep paralysis. You ever heard of that? You know, where yeah. you, you can't get up. Can't move. Yeah, right. all that. I used to have that a whole lot. And I'd be scared, 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 scared until I had an understanding of who Jesus was in me and who I was in him. Right. And those things would happen. Then I start saying, Jesus, simply say the name of Jesus yep. and yep. I get free. Right. So yep. much so I had and I'm not saying I'm great. I'm just saying it's just ingrained in me and my nightmares. Crystal would say she'll try to wake me up. She say I'll be saying, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> it's in me. Because I know ain't nothing I'm dreaming about. Ain't nothing, you know, because you had E. wild. Ain't nothing I'm dreaming about is more powerful than the name of Jesus that's right. in me. And for the people that say, well, you know, uh, call him by his Israel name. Look, brother, 
they respond to Jesus. I ain't saying, yeah. I know what they said back in the day, but they respond to Jesus. Yeah. And as I'm going to just say this and then I'm going to let Rob go. No. For the people that say that, you know, there yeah. wasn't no J's in the Jewish language back then, this is true. Mm-hmm. And they may have called him Yeshua or Yahashua uh-huh. Hamashek. I get all that, mm-hmm. right? But the name Jesus saved me. Yeah. Because whether I said it the right way, you know, was it the right way, the Israel way or whatever, let me tell you this. That name, <laughs> he knew who I was reaching out to. God ain't stupid. He knew I was reaching out to the right. son. You know what I'm saying? So just because you ain't crossed the eye of Dr. T the perfect way does not mean that he don't hear you. Because I was truly transformed and redeemed as well as my brother Rob and plenty of people that's watching under the name of Jesus. Even though it wasn't a J in the English language back then. There wasn't really an English language back then because England wasn't around. Right. So what? He responded because it said with the mouth man believe it. Confessors with the mouth man believe in the heart. Right. Right. He knows the heart who you was reaching to. So just just before, you know. I ain't going to call no names, but just before any type of weird religions try to come get you and be like, well, you know, the man, you, the Jesus, the white man religion, up, man, before they get with you, all that stuff, look, man, prove to me I ain't saved because yep. I got more, so much faith that I'm saved. I got more faith that I'm saved than in this water in this thing. I'm like yep. a man in water. You can't tell me water ain't wet. I'm swimming in the water. No. I know it's wet. I'm in the water. You can't, you can't tell me Jesus ain't real. You ain't going to be able to prove yep. it. I don't care. Yeah. It's too anyway, late. go ahead, Rob. Too late. Um, <laughs> too first, late. Uh, yeah, no, first, I want to say, if y'all don't think um, demon possession is real, just any homeless person that you see talking to themselves and y'all yelling, labeling him crazy. He ain't crazy. He not, he's possessed. Mm-hmm. And we look at possessed because it's been glorified and highlighted in movies <clears throat> and because neck's not spinning and throw up ain't coming out. I've seen demon possessed men free yep. on street ministry. Mm-hmm. real talk i have i've seen i've seen this and i'm not trying to like ooh, i'm right, not right, doing right. that what i'm telling you is possession is real but let's yes. get to these demons that we're talking about because there's some things i want y'all to recognize that these oh, demons yeah. recognize as soon as jesus came up first yeah, of yeah. all they recognize the deity of christ Thanks. even demons tremble at the name of jesus like c michael said i've had night terrors and the first thing i'm trying to say is jesus sometimes it comes out and sometimes I got to say it again for it to come out. And then I come out of whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, the, the other thing, demons are limited. See, mm-hmm. the enemy wants you to think he know everything. He don't. Only nope. God is all knowing. Yep. So when they ask, is it our time? They didn't know if it was time for them to be up. And it was a wrap. It was about torment. They was about to be thrown in the lake. They don't know. And then the last thing is they know they're going to be judged in the end. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, and, 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 and Jesus Jesus gave them permission to go into them pigs. Right. The other part about it is it just goes to show you, even now people would rather stay in their um, stuck. Let's just say sunken place than be free. These yeah. people, yeah. these people, they said those two men wouldn't allow them to get past. Mm-hmm. Jesus freedom got rid of them. They right. were so scared. They had rather, they rather stayed in their tormented, mm-hmm. um, um, stuck in their ways bondage then there it goes right there they they rather stay in bondage than be free and yeah. so many of us i'm not just talking about people so many of us because sometimes we have certain things vices yeah that we rather stay in than be free from it yeah. when all we got to do is call on the name yes yeah. something to think about man <clears throat> man that's so good man because the enemy always want us bound yeah you know what i'm saying the bible say <clears throat> when it talks about jesus his yoke is easy and his burden is light if it ain't if it's hard and heavy, it ain't for him. Now you go through some testing trials, but what I'm talking right. about, well, if it's if it's like a like God's perfect will for you is not to be stuck on cigarettes. But God, you ain't going to hell for them cigarettes, but God's perfect will ain't for you to be stuck on cigarettes. I'm just saying, I'm not judging nobody. Right. I'm just using that as no. an example. God's perfect will is not for you to be caught in porn. That's not his perfect will. Yeah. But it's say for every temptation there is a way of escape. God wants us free. We're supposed to yeah. be free. And the reason we're supposed to be free mainly is to be able to preach the, go- preach the gospel without condemnation, right? Because the Bible says there, there is therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. But condemnation attacks us when we know we're in sin, right? 
condemnation to make us not want to do this podcast because like man i know this happened the other day and i can't speak freely yep. and all that because the condemnation now i know the word that says there's therefore no now therefore no condemnation of those who are in christ jesus but you still feel condemned right yeah. Yeah. So the pro the thing for us being free is that we will not be bound by condemnation because you're free. You know what I'm saying? God don't want us tied down by anything because we want to be. He wants us to be used by Him. Right. You know, He want right. us to be. We want to. He want us to be so clear and clean when He speak. We can be like, all right, all right, go that way, Lord. Okay, get this guy some money. Okay, I can do it. It ain't right. nothing. Right. You know what I mean? Pray for this guy. Okay, I can do it. You know what I'm saying? Now, as Rob said earlier, we don't want to be speak spooky. You know what I'm saying? But like, okay, that happened in those days. Trust me, man, those things like the movie, the Exodus and all that, things like that happen. The difference is, though, this would be a great example. You know, if there, if you're in a situation where a demon possessed, ain't time to talk to them like, what's your name? I don't give a care what your name is. Get up out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you see that in the movie. What is your name? You know, what, what pack you're with? My name is Legion. Or whatever. I don't care nobody what your name. Get out my house. Yeah, yeah. You have no in authority in here. You have no, yeah. Right. Yeah, and the thing known. is, as believers, authority is a huge thing. Recognizing your authority is very important because people who recognize authority, some tests you don't even deal with. Some things yeah. you don't even deal with. You know what I mean? Like, I'll give an example. So, recently my mother-in-law passed. You know, my, my wife was down there. She stayed with her. I was very close to my mother-in-law. That mm-hmm. it, it it did it did not feel good. That hurt me for her to pass. But I knew she was in the I knew she loved the Lord. Me and her we found forty two Bibles in her house. That woman loved God, right? <clears throat> not just because of the Bibles, but I saw her lifestyle and she loved me. I praise God for that. But I'm telling you something the enemy tried to tell me when she passed. Like my, my wife was down there in Memphis and we had a room, Rob knows this, in our house that we had for her for when she come visit. And I decked it out. I told, you know, Miss Avery, I got a TV for you, for you to watch your movies. We got you on your net, our Netflix account. We want you to be comfortable. This your your room. I was being loving it to my mother-in-law, right? So I'm here by myself, and the enemy said, oh, yeah, the light going to cut on. I said, no, it ain't. She ain't in there. And if you do cut on, cut my life off, right? Now, I'm not acting like I'm Mr. Big and Tough, right? Because fear is a real thing. But I have to recognize who I am in Christ because the enemy wants to scare you. All these Hollywood movies where they got these big demons and all that, they ain't like that. They are scared of you. I say that again. These entities, demonic forces, they are scared of you. They're scared of you. They just are. Yep. Especially yep. when you know who you are. Now, if you don't know who you is and you scared of them, they can whoop you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like our little bro, uh, my little bro, MKJ just said, faith is our authority. Yes, we have authority in faith. With our faith in Jesus, we have authority over those things. Listen, yeah. I don't care what denomination you from. You should not be, if you bear the name of Christ, do not be scared of none of that. Right. Do not be scared. Do not allow that fear to come in you for none of that because you have authority through Christ Jesus. Over anything, you see the way Jesus was moving? That man that was moving like that, telling this stuff, go get up out of here, do that, all that, he lives in you. They are scared of you. Trust me, man. I'm going to share this, and I don't want to spook people out, but this is something I experienced in my life. So when I was uh, probably 21, fresh out of college, I went to Bible college, and then I became a sister. Huh? What you say, bro? 21. I was being silly. <laughs> that was stupid. <laughs> 21, 21. Anyway, uh, <coughs> so, <laughs> hold on. What did MKJ say? Well, let's, let's not get into it. Let's this. not get into the nomination. No, no, no. We're not getting into the nomination. You're <laughs> no, right, brother. Not, You're bro. right. <laughs> not You're at right. all. <laughs> uh, what, what, uh, DJG, what up, brother? Yeah, scared, what's up, G? Scared of, the God, scared of the God via the Holy Spirit. Yeah, the Holy in you. Spirit yeah. in you. Amen. That's right. The Holy Spirit is in you. Any believer, the Holy Spirit is in you. So <clears throat> I'm going to share with y'all something. So when I got out of Bible college, I came back to my home church. And, you know, uh, when I first got out, I had hoop dreams. I'm like, man, I'm going to make it to the NBA. And God told me, go home, go to your home church. I played basketball when I was in the Bible college, and I was decent. You know what I mean? The Lord told me to go, and I said, okay, I'm going to be obedient to what I feel like the Lord is leading me to do. So I went home to my home church, and our home church uh, did some mission trips. We did a mission trip to the Philippines. <clears throat> so the Philippines is... 
you know, uh, if you've never been, went to Miss Trip to Philippines and uh, Venezuela and Trinidad and Tobago, at this, I'm talking about, uh, I think this was in the Venezuela. In Venezuela, if you've never been to a third world country, there's no middle class. So it's either you're rich or you're broke. Ain't no in between, right? So you, the rich look like uh, Alibaba, like, you know, everything right. is stupendous. But broke is like dirt. You you don't have no floor. You have dirt, right? Yeah. So we in one of these places, and we was at this big youth convention. And the thing was <clears throat> a youth ministry uh, uh, outreach or whatever. So it's like 20 youth and youth leaders, which I was at that time, about 21, 22 years old, right? And uh, we there in this room, we praying for the people that's in the room. You know, they all around. You hear all these kids. We laying hands on them and, you know, just speaking life over them. You know, nothing too deep. And there was a leader on the stage that was part of it. He was like older person, probably 30s, right? And he's just watching, you know, being an overseer. And this little girl, the size of probably Devin's size, maybe a little bit smaller, had a demon. Literally, I saw this. And her eyes were all crooked and weird. And, you know, and this happening to the right of me. Maybe three people over, right? And I never noticed it because I had my eyes closed. I'm praying for this uh, young person from the village that we're uh, at. And all of a sudden, I hear, I hit, boom, something hit me. And I'm like, man, what happened, you know? And what happened was this little girl was throwing grown men. And I'm looking because, you know, some of these things you see, and it's freaky. It's like, you know what I'm saying? And I felt in my spirit to keep praying. I'm like, but, <laughs> Lord, you see this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because right. I'm 21 years old, you know, and I'm full of faith. But at the same time, these things you hear about, but I'm seeing this, right? Right. So I'm praying for them, but I'm looking because these men are just, you know, literally, you know, flying over in this little girl the size of your son, Devin. Devin is a small young man. He's growing, but he's small, right? Right. So this little girl throwing these folks and her tongue all out and looking all crazy. And I saw the uh, leader. He was up there, and he was just looking, and I saw him hunch over, and he was praying. And I'm thinking in my head, like, you know, who's going to do something? Somebody need to do something about this. They need to take her out or whatever because, you know, all the kids, like, what's happening? You know, you know, you be in a place that something outstanding happens, so to speak. You hear right, right. that noise. You're working in the airport. Something crazy happened. You hear, right? right. You're hearing Everybody this. You know, close, and I'm right. in my mind and my flesh, like, man, this man, he come up here. He need to rebuke this demon, you know. And I'm thinking, and I never thought I can do it. So I ain't, you know, I'm like, man, I ain't going to tell you. <laughs> I don't want right, no smoke. Right. You know, I'm, I'm young. You know what I mean? So the man just prays. And this happened. Folks flying around. And I saw him. And, you know, if you're not of this, that's fine. But the man was praying in the spirit. If you don't know nothing about that, that's okay. But the man prayed in the spirit for a minute to himself. And he got up and laid hands on the girl and rebuked the demon. And the demon came out. And she looked so innocent afterwards. It was crazy. Like, look like a whole different person you know what i mean like when i mean a whole different person like just whole demeanor just yeah calm because a demon yeah. that manifested and you know why the demon manifested to stop us from praying for these folks because we can't focus on praying on folks when him acting up you know what i mean yeah. and uh what i learned from that is that as i grow as i grew up and became a grown man you know what i learned for that is that that man didn't move until the Holy Spirit told him to go. Right. So he just sat there and waited. Now, in your mind, it's like, we got to do something, because that's what I was thinking as a young man. You got to do something. You got to do something. He said, go. Because if you don't go when the Holy Spirit tells you go, what if he ain't backing you? Yeah. Then the leader's just going to get thrown like everybody else got thrown. Now, I didn't say all this story to scare you. I'm not trying to scare you. I just want you to know these things are real. It happens. Yeah. It happens in America sometimes, not as much, you know, because over overseas, their faith level is so high for the supernatural. Things happen. Bad things happen. Good things happen. Things just happen because their faith level is so strong. Over here, we've been so de desensitized to anything supernatural that, you know, look at our movies. You know, we, we dumb it down. So, yeah. but when I said earlier, you have authority over that. That young man prayed. Lord told him, lay hands on him, it left. Yeah. Say something happened in your house. And on a smaller scale, you know what I'm saying, your kid's acting up, out of line. You know, like you got a normally mild-mannered kid, you know, that never 
cut up and all of a sudden now all of a sudden he cussing at you. Where do you think that came from? The devil. The devil. <laughs> now <laughs> if some hands need to be laid in faith and spare not the ride. <laughs> Cause I know it's gonna be some intense fellowship. No, uh, he gonna he gonna meet Stan Davis. <laughs> <laughs> the land on of hands. Swiftly. You know what I mean? So but anyway anyway, man, we said all this to say this, man. These things are real, but trust God. There's authority yeah. over this. You know what I'm saying? But we got, uh, you know, I told me and Rob was having a conversation. I know we run a little long, but hang with us. Me and Rob was having a conversation before we even started. It's just like we always, I always tell Rob, Rob will tell you, I'll be like, okay, who's the source? Who's the source? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. the enemy is always the source to agitate Christians. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whatever way, in a high level, like what, what happened when we was at that youth event to a low level with another uh, employee talking crazy about you. Either way, mm-hmm. Satan is the accuser of the brother and he's the agitator. He wants us agitated and not focused on delivering the gospel. You know what I mean? Yeah. He always do. So Yeah. Go ahead, Rob. Brother, I have nothing else to say about <laughs> that. I will what I will do is confirm. You told me this story um some years ago. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And um when we was just sharing different things that we've experienced out in ministry and um on the streets. Yeah. And um yeah. You know, you told me the story years ago, so it's not like something you made up just to, like you uh, said, no, to scare the people. But, you know, that's not, we're just trying to tell you the things, we said this at the very beginning when we started this series, there's nothing new under the sun. Nothing. The temptation of Adam and Eve, the same way the enemy came at Jesus when he did the temptation out in the wilderness. Yep. Um, the things that we fall for, fear factors, it's yep. all of this stuff, all of this stuff is nothing new. And it just comes in different people. Um, mm-hmm. C, C told me this and we'll get off. C told me, um, you're going to go through the same test until you pass it. It's just going to be a different face in front of it. And mm-hmm. he always tells me, because I have to deal with some things. If I make a mistake, the mistakes are how it seems like it's highlighted even more whenever you have the favor of the Lord on you, but you oh, have yeah. to remember the source It's yes. from the enemy. So how you respond is everything. So, mm-hmm. um, and just remember the spirit of the Lord is in you. Like DJ G said, like C yep. Michael's been saying, greater is yep. he that is in you than someone that don't have them. That's why they can't understand why they can't take your peace. So they don't understand why you still got a smile on your face. It's not because we're also oh level headed and calm. Right. right. Or we, you know, it's our chi. No, it's not that. It's the no, Holy Spirit. Ain't. <laughs> ain't chi. My last name Mars, not chi. That's that dude you know on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> it's it's because the Holy Spirit is in us. And then when you yeah, miss man. it, the great the great part about when you missed it, and and, and going back to this Bible study, the yeah. disciples missed it on the on the boat. They missed it. Yes. They missed it several times over. Yes. But guess what? Jesus never left them, and nope. he never forsake them. Yep. You, he never yep. left and he never forsake them. And as many of times where his yeah. faith, um, his faith, their faith was lacking yep. and he reassured them. And he's yep. still here to do that today, right now, man. And I yep. just want all of y'all to be encouraged. So before we get off, you know, we always, you know, invitation to Christ and my brother Morris is going to um, lead tonight. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And we want to. It's funny because he got John again. We didn't plan this. He he wearing John three sixteen. I chose yeah. to bring out one of my old Jesus shirts. Yeah, that is just one accord, man. You yeah, know what man. I'm saying? So we wanna um we wanna um offer you Christ. You know yeah. um we talk about Romans ten nine and ten. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus died for your sins and rose on the third day, you too can be saved. So um just repeat after C as he leads us in the sinner's prayer. And um, let's get it, see, so we can go ahead and um, do what we do. Absolutely. Well, Father God, we thank you, Lord, for this this uh, this Bible study. We thank you, Lord, for your word being alive. We thank you, Lord, for uh, everybody that came through that watched for a minute or so, uh, the whole hour or whatever. Father God, right, we thank right. you, Lord, for all of them, Lord. We ask you, Lord, that you would bless them. And if there's anyone that's watching this, watching the live show, watching the replay, watching wherever you're watching this from, if you don't know Jesus, you can know him today. You know what I'm saying? If you heard these words, if you uh, read along with us and we read uh, Matthew 8 and you saw Jesus healing people, you saw Jesus do miracles, you saw Jesus uh, confirm some things, that uh, some Old Testament prophecies, you saw all this, you said, man, if you feel something in you stirring, right, yield to it. Number one, 
Jesus can be your Lord and Savior. If you want him to be your Lord and Savior, this is all you got to do. You say, Jesus, Lord, first of all, I confess you as my Lord and Savior. Father, I repent of my sins. You got to repent and say, Lord, all the things I've been doing, I don't know uh, how to be right. I don't know how to be perfect. I can't fix myself, Lord, but I know you can. And Lord, right now I confess you as my Lord and Savior. I repent of my sins and I believe that you died on the cross and you uh, got up on the third day and rose again for my sins and for my justification. And Lord, I ask you to come into my heart, change me, redirect my life, reset my path, come into my life and light, enlighten me to your spirit and fill me with your spirit, Father. Fill me with your spirit and your presence into my life now in the name of Jesus. And if you pray that and you ask God to come in, he will come in and he will fill you and make you a new creature in Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you, everybody, for being a part. Uh, Thank you for being in this Bible study, man. Salute, man. Uh, I want to shout out people, man. I see my brother, uh, Pierre. uh, Pierre. Brother Pierre. Man, good to see you, brother. What's going on, Pilot? Yeah, P. Live. We ain't seen him in a minute, man. I love you, bro. Yeah, uh, yeah, love thank you, bro. you, DJG, for coming through, man. Everybody, Miss yeah. Winder, faithful, faithful. Appreciate everybody. She said, I forgot to tell you earlier. She <laughs> said, Hey, man, preach, stand. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, MKJ. Hey. Say, Christians be scared because they lack a holy. Yeah, I know. A living holy. Hey. I know. That's real. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. But yeah, man. So uh, we but appreciate you still, y'all. Still got, you still got the power. I just uh-huh. want to let y'all know if you living, listen, if you are living a certain type of way and you yes. repent, I don't yes. care if you're going through that. Stop letting the enemy still say that. make you feel Say like that, you brother. weak. Yeah. If you still got a breath of fresh air, yep. I mean a breath in your lungs, yes. Yes. you still got some power. Yes. Let's, let's not get that twisted now. You know, there's a story in the Bible. We're going to get up out of here, man. But it's a story in the Bible where Jesus caught a woman. They caught a woman in the act of adultery, right? And Jesus mm-hmm. looked at the Pharisees. Uh, there was these people called Pharisees and Sadducees, basically were other religious people that looked at Jesus and like over judged everything, you know, just super pious or high and mighty. And it was like, mm-hmm. and he looked at them and said, he who have no sin cast the first stone. Right. Right. And then he looked at her and said, go and sin no more. Right. That woman that was just in that sin, if she repented, she's eligible to be used by God. Other words, like I know we think you got to have this step, step ladder to be back perfect or whatever. What you did five minutes ago, when you repent, your slate is clean. Yeah. Like literally clean. The Bible said it gets thrown into the sea of forgetfulness. Get- Other mm-hmm. words. And he said it's, it's thrown as far as the East is from the West. <laughs> That's a long That's way. You know far. what I mean? That's far, far. You know what I mean? So, we want to encourage you that you're ain't you're not too far. You're never too far away to come back to God. You're never too far away. You know what I mean? You can always come back. You can come back today. You can come back right now. Nothing you done is too bad. If you got breath in your lungs, like Rob just said, you still living and you repent, you can be placed right back in the place of righteousness where you was because Jesus died so you can have right standing with God. And what yeah. that means, that Jesus... And I'm somebody gave me this example when I was in Bible college, and I think it was great. Right standing is when when G, when you are repented and in Jesus, when God sees you, He sees Jesus, right? He's in right standing. Other words, let's say this thing is in right standing to me, so you can't see me without seeing this microphone. That's how Jesus is before you. God can't see you. So all those sins, those things, these mess ups, when you repent, you right back in right standing. So God sees Jesus, his blood, his goodness, all he did for you. That's what God sees. He don't see all that stuff you did. It's forgotten. A lot of times you be like, you've been to repentance and say, God, forgive me. I just use this example. Forgive me for watching porn. And you say, and you say, Lord, I'm sorry. I won't ever do it again. And then he'd be like, okay, I forgive you. And then five minutes later, Lord, I'm so sorry I did. Because the whole, not the Holy Spirit, the enemy comes and start convicting you and start showing you clips, right? You did this, you mm-hmm. did this. And then you ask for forgiveness again. And God be like, what? You're reminding God of what he had forgot. You see what I'm saying? When you repent, forget, let forgive yourself. Let it go. Because he has. You are free. Right. Right. That's why we said earlier, God wants you free. He don't want you bound. 
He don't want you bound with addiction. He don't want bound in sin. And he also don't want you bound in conviction because the enemy always yeah. going to convict you. You know, you yeah. old dirty sinner. You've been repentant. He, he didn't accept your repentance. You still dirty. Right. That's a lie from the pit of hell. If you repented from your heart. That, yeah. Go ahead, bro. Conviction from, no, conviction from that level, man, that leads to depression. And you. Yeah. That, that's definitely not from God. None whatsoever. None whatsoever. I mean, con no, not conviction. Condemnation. Condemnation. Right. Condemnation. Holy Spirit convicts like you that, to do holy. Yeah. You know what the I'm saying? The enemy condemns and condemnation leads to depression. Let me. I yeah. want to make sure we always correct right. certain words. Yeah, yeah, man. So, so, hey, man, be encouraged, man. You, you is, you can be free. Repent today. If you accepted yeah. Jesus, welcome to the family. If you have not, accept him. You know what I'm welcome saying? Don't wait. Dude. Don't wait. Tomorrow's not promised, fam. Yeah. For real, yeah. for real. You know the like times we're living the, in. Let the dead, let the dead bury the dead. And don't don't be making excuses. Don't make excuses. Follow him. You know what I mean, anyway, man, we love y'all, man. We be, we'll yeah, be man. back on uh, what's the date? Uh, let's see here. The date. We'll, we'll be, be back June on the first. June the first. June first. You know Tuesday, I mean? June first. Right after Memorial Day. So y'all repent from them barbecues. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> all that pork you finna eat. <laughs> all that pork. Get your Pork you know, skins, pork fat, and, uh, uh, <laughs> pig back, and sauce. You finna eat. <laughs> you know, just in case but, you that witch's brew, you know. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, so, we joking, man. Yeah, nah, man. We'll see y'all on the first blood over, we, man. <laughs> June, we'll see y'all June first for the Bible study, but we yeah, will yeah. see y'all this Thursday, Thursday, but not the same podcast. Yeah, man. So I'm C. Micah. I'm Robert Dean, and we is out, man. See y'all next time. We is out of here.